The following opinions expressed within the content are solely the speakers and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of Child Free Media Limited or its affiliates. You're listening to the Accidental Parenthood Podcast. My name is Lenora, and I decided to interview my brother Evan about his experience as a teen dad to now being a 30-something single father of two. We go deep into the challenges of unexpected parenthood with some humor and sibling banter. All right, let's talk about the first year of parenthood for you. So oh, your, boy. <laughs> your first child has arrived. It's a boy. Your first time dad. You are now 20 years old because you had a birthday shortly after, about yeah. a month or so after. So what was that like for you? What stands out in your mind in your first year? You don't, you don't have to get graphic unless you want to talk about how many diapers did you change. <laughs> well, I was what, changing diapers like the first week or two. So I had never thought about parenting up right. until it actually happened mm-hmm. because I had no intention of being a parent. Yeah. The only, I remember the only time I thought about some, any sort of parenting would be like, you know, I think I saw a dad and his son, young son walking somewhere. And I get, of course, you know, Hollywood glamorizes it and society, you know, I, I kind of, I did think maybe, you know, adopting a kid years later when I was older. You had that thought prior that to having your own That was prior, kid? yeah, in a okay. sense. And I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, like, you don't see all the extra stuff you have to put in. Right. You just, you just see, see the, the, out, the yeah. result. The result, though. That is in movies. Yeah. Like, you ever watch, like, uh, that Adam Sandler movie? Little Nicky? <laughs> That's a good movie. Not that oh, one. Okay. Uh, I don't know my Adam Sandler movies too well. Oh, what is it? Big Daddy? Is it Big Daddy? Oh, yeah, that's the one yeah, I was thinking of. I'm not off. little Nikki. That was uh, okay. Yeah, horrible, <laughs> horrible reference. But there's because that they just glamorize all this cool. Yeah, we'll right. go do all this fun stuff together. Yeah. Well, there's a lot more to it than that. Right. Yeah, they have to get to that point. Yeah. It, again, it depends on your partner who you have with you. Right. If you're doing it together, if you're doing it separately, and as of course as a male, you know, nine times out of ten, the child's with the mom. Yeah. If you're not together. And at this point, were you two living together? No, we were not living together. Okay. She was with her parents, and I was living with you. Right. So. <laughs> I forgot. I would go over after work every day mm-hmm. to spend time, you know, get a you know, bond and yeah. try to spend time as a family type thing. But What was that like? At the end of the day, you're working, you go see your child. How did you feel? Were you excited to go see your child? In the early stages, yes, I was excited. Like However, the first few months? first few First month, maybe okay. or so. <laughs> First right. month, not so much the child. It was my partner who was unfortunately going through bad postpartum. That 20... I didn't know what I had oh. nothing. I had no knowledge about that. Right. Okay. As nineteen years old, two thousand five, I had no knowledge of postpartum. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're at the point where it's not about the kid. Your your focus is on your partner. That's who you're still well, wanting. Well, that's who I was dealing with. Right. I cared about this person. I love mm-hmm. this person. Yeah. And we were technically back together at this point. Okay. But there was no feeling of that when I was there. There was, it didn't feel. There was felt, no love connection. No, okay. it didn't okay. feel it. Um, I wasn't feeling it. Then again, I had no idea what postpartum was like right. until I lived through it. Right. And it was not pleasant. I was actually more nervous going over after work to see my kid because what of was, but... what I would kind of expect and, right. what, and the feeling I would get. And, and how did that affect your bonding with your son? I actually resented my son for a little bit, for okay. a few months there, because 
I don't know if it's been proven or not, but you know, a lot of males, they, you know, their female partner's not paying attention to them right. anymore once the new child comes. Yeah. The focus isn't on you yeah. and the relationship. And anymore. that's what I wanted. Right. Then, but then it, you know, it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. So I kind of took it out on child, not physically, but I just mentally, I, I kind of resented him. Right. What does that mean in reality? You hold him, you feed him, you, 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 you bathe him, you change him, but you're yeah. not. Just now it's like, oh, be quiet. There's napping. Okay. Don't say anything. Be quiet. You know, you're always tiptoeing around. Mm-hmm. At least for me, and it was, you know, I want to spend time or talk with a mom, but she didn't want anything to do with me at this point. Right. So it was very, okay, now I'm just baby sleeping. Now I'm just sitting on the couch watching okay. TV. And basically now giving her time to rest or whatever mm-hmm. while I take over the duties for the child. Right. Now, when it was you and your son together, the child, what did you feel? Like when you hold him, did he ever make you laugh or did you try to make him laugh? Like what was your... Yeah. Of course, you know, within the first year, they're learning to respond. They're... Yeah. Very small at this point, so you can't do a whole lot. Right. But, you know, you feed them. You, you just make sure they're comfortable Alive. and breathing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just there for them. You kind of you right. can't really play with them, especially in the first few months because yeah. they can't do anything. Yeah. Did you like any part of it? Uh, Is it fun? <laughs> it's fun from an ant perspective. It's fun like... when they get older. The first year, yes, is kind of when they respond as they get older like with you know probably yeah. like five six months they're responding a bit more to you yeah but i mean it for me it was still it was the atmosphere there for me was very say like prickly if that okay. makes sense yep. like walking on eggshells type mm-hmm. thing and then you know looking back that's where my anxiety and i think depression started to act up more so i didn't know at this point that you that you had anxiety and depression yeah and okay. of course still not dealing with my grief that mom gone right so it's a lot of stuff going through I hadn't dealt with. Dealing with death of a parent, new child, relationship status. Responsibilities, yeah, yeah, all this stuff. It, yeah. it adds up. And if you don't deal with that right away, it's going to eat at right. you. So let's talk a little bit more about that. And you didn't have any other kind of outlet to deal with how you were feeling, even if it was just, yeah, I don't know, going I off and shooting a gun somewhere at a range or... Yeah, no, I had... and I had, Drawing or something. I mean, I had a good support system. Yeah. I think at that point in my life, I wasn't ready to really open up. Because right. I was a usually quiet child. Yeah. You know, teens years, I was moderate, I yeah. guess. And but I would keep make... a lot of stuff to myself. I always want to make people happy. Right, yeah. Which I know now isn't the best, you know, <laughs> I've learned from that. Yeah. It was a lot of, like, putting everybody else first, mm-hmm. myself last kind of mentality. And right. that I did that for many years after. Yeah. Until I realized, like, no more. Fuck them. So, so <laughs> at that point, is there anything that you would have done differently or suggested to yourself to do differently as far as dealing with everything that you were dealing with emotionally? Or oh, totally. did you feel confident to... The answer is no to that question, so that's not even a question to ask. The answer is no. Okay. It's hard for us to explore our feelings at that age just because a lot of times we can't voice how we feel, really. We yeah, don't even know how to put into words. We're still so. growing ourselves. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and if you have don't have someone who actually just be real with you and talk nobody's real at that point that's right conversation because you're supposed to be in this oh yeah you're doing a good job like that doesn't help me no and and we see this on facebook give me stuff that actually helps me yeah it's a cry for help someone posts something and then all the comments underneath is oh but you're being such a good mom or oh you're being such a good dad you're being your your child knows that they love you yeah it's like it's all these band-aid things without actually acknowledging that the parent is struggling what are you you doing okay how can you do better yeah. Be Do you think most parents struggle? New oh, absolutely. Because yeah. they don't, yeah, they, they have no idea what they're doing. Right. The first part. Yes, they have. You can talk to, you know, 
if you your grandparents or professional people yeah exactly but i mean it's like (laughs) you're too tired to sometimes even bring it up or you don't want to because a lot of people depending how they're raised whether their religion or whatever their their Mm -hmm. beliefs and stuff it's like they might not be able to feel they can talk about it or whatever yeah which i'm one of the things was with me is yeah i didn't feel like i could talk about it yeah, to, to anybody. Yeah, like, yeah. of course, you and, like, a few close friends maybe would understand what I was going through yeah. or kind of listen to. But a lot of times I didn't say anything so I didn't want to hear. I didn't want to hear what other people had to say in return. And why? I mean, I... <laughs> Just because I know I was stubborn in thinking as a 20-year-old, you know, and how I was raised. You know, I didn't want to hear. I only wanted to hear things that I wanted to hear. And what did you want to hear? I don't know. <laughs> did you want to hear like affirmations like oh you're doing such a good job I or oh you've so. made the right decision in your life i think so i wanted to hear more yeah you're doing a good job you know oh, that's so noble of you is do this right. stuff i wanted to be praised a bit more i think okay. than actual criticisms which i heard a lot of criticisms about like how at my age a young parent a lot of it was like it was real i think at that point i just didn't want to accept it you're as a young couple with a, mm-hmm. a child there was a lot of like oh that won't last I heard that a lot, oh. and I it made me angry because I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna prove them wrong. Right. But yeah. I mean, they're in a sense they were. None yeah. of us want to hear that. No, exactly. So <laughs> in our choices, we you don't want to hear it. But that was whether like they're right some or wrong. The yeah. Realist opinions I'd received. Yeah. But I didn't want to hear those. Right. I wanted to hear only what felt good to hear. Yeah. If that makes any sense. No, it does. It's any choice. Listeners, you make. does that make any sense? <laughs> Oh, you agree? Okay, perfect. <laughs> Send us an email. Whatever we do in life, we all, and this is, as a, again, from a child-free perspective, we want to hear you've made a good choice to not have kids. But it's funny because parents do get judged harshly as well for the choices they make. More so when they do it for themselves. They're like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Like, well, no. Like, take care of myself. Of course I'm going to do that. That's how can right. I, That's how... right. Okay, well, actually, something I want to bring up. Of course, when you have a new child, the focus is on the child. Everything else is supposed to fall by the wayside. But obviously, that is detrimental. It was detrimental to you. It was detrimental to your relationship. Both of you were dealing with your own things, plus keeping a child alive. Let's talk about how not being able to take care of your own needs affected you. Society puts new parents, or parents in general, on a pedestal. And being selfless for the sake of a child is valued and exalted to a ridiculous level that any like you said any moment that you take for yourself is frowned on oh Oh, how how selfish of you or choosing not to have children is frowned upon because oh how selfish of you what happens when you don't acknowledge your needs when you don't acknowledge how you feel and when you have no outlet to voice those things oh it's it's a very unhealthy it's very unhealthy to do that to like and I did, I did that for many years. Bottle all my emotions up, mm-hmm. because even and it's I think the worst is how you talk to yourself. You know, self esteem and all that stuff really takes a hit. What were you saying to yourself? I was really I was really hard on myself. You know, if I take some time for myself, I'm like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. You should be spending time. And like, well, I just did. I just got home from being there. You were angry at yourself for spending time for yourself instead of spending it with your child. And Not so much anger, but like more guilt, guilting myself because that's all I, how we were raised. There's a lot of guilt growing up. True. So that and that. Is that I, where it mainly come from? Is is upbringing? Uh, some or? of it was because that's, that's how my mentality was at that point at right. 20 years old, not right. knowing a whole lot of difference. 
obviously it would have been helpful if someone had said to you, look, it's okay for you to take a day to go do something Absolutely. for you. Absolutely. And I never, I never heard that from anybody. Right. I didn't ask. People most likely thought I was okay because I was really good at, you know, keeping my emotions in check, at least negative emotions and not, you know. Right. I'm a smiley guy, so yeah. of course you can't, if you're smiling, people think everything's fine. Yeah. And of course you have a new baby. There and can't there, possibly absolutely. be anything that goes wrong in your life. I think a couple times I talked to a close friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I was feeling down or whatever, but yeah. but I did a lot of time to take to myself. That was that year was hard mentally. How I'd feel when I'd leave the house to come to my own house. So leaving your partner's house. Leaving, yeah, going home when the you know, baby was down, I'd go home. Right, to, to where we were living, okay. Yeah, I was still needing that feeling of being loved and whatnot for my partner. Right. Which, of course, with the baby, I wasn't getting yeah. at this point. And I, I, I still needed that. That's the thing that interests me, that it's, it's not talked about a lot. Because from my perspective on social media, I see captions of families going, Oh, so-and-so does everything for their family and puts their own needs last. And that's praised and lots of likes and lots of loves and oh, they're such a good father, they're such a good mother because they're sacrificing themselves. And then behind the scenes, what's happening is emotionally you're... Well, you're sacrificing it, yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's not healthy for you, honestly. Like, if you enjoy it, great. But you always have to take time for yourself mm-hmm. because if you can't take care of yourself, how are you supposed to take care of somebody else? Right. You still have needs. You still need affection. You still Absolutely. need, still want a partnership. Within that first year of new parenthood, was there any time where you truly got to get something that you needed for your own health, for your own mental health? Did you at any point receive what you needed for you? And this long pause is your answer, and that is most likely a no. Okay. Because, well, I can't say because there's a lot of reasons and, you know, it's not fair for me to put that on anybody else Mm -hmm. but i at the same time i wasn't i wasn't stopping to think how i was feeling right because it's not supported right the society never really shows you or tells you i'm kind of just trying to like stay above water mentally without taking a moment to say like hey maybe i should stop and you know work look at myself and Mm -hmm. figure out why i'm feeling like this and try to fix it yeah if i can yeah but that's not my mentality at age 20 right is there anything that you would suggest to someone who's deep in this right now, who's really struggling, new baby, not a lot of support, not a lot of resources, not a lot of time? Is there a self-care thing that, that maybe would have helped you or that maybe you do now? I mean, things are different now, but... Yeah, well, there, it again, it depends on the situation the person's in, depends on where they are mentally, their views and values. A lot of things is mental, like how you think, like... If you think a certain way and it's not benefiting you, you should learn to change your perspective on it. Someone who's young, you know that you're feeling a certain way, that you know that you have needs, but you are feeling, you're in that moment of feeling guilty for even entertaining the thought of taking a break. Did you at any point develop a routine or did something that kind of pulled you out even for a minute? Well, I, Aside I, from I... masturbation? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I did go to therapy for a little while Okay. after my first one was born. Mm-hmm. It was good, actually. It was nice to talk about it. So what did you talk about? Like well, We I just mean... talked about everything, you know, from the death of mom okay. to the birth of my son, you know, to you know, relationship mm-hmm. type issues. And it was great. It was great to talk about it. And I and you felt... And I felt just, get it, just talking about it, honestly, for me, helped me get it 
you know, feel a bit better. Yeah. It didn't change the situation, but it right. felt good to talk about it. And yeah. then actually my therapist asked me why after I think about six or seven sessions, she's like, you know, you don't need to really be here. You know exactly what you're doing. Mm. Just by talking, I was just hearing myself talk. I'm like, oh, okay. You were kind of giving yourself kind of, answers? I gave myself answers. I, yeah. I, I was answering all my questions for oh, okay. my things. Yeah. And after she told me that, I'm like, okay, you know, I didn't. See not, ya. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was the last time I saw her. I knew I knew what I had to do. So it was acknowledging how you felt was the first Yeah, and I think step. being comfortable. Like, you got to remember, it, everything's temporary. True. Situation, you know, it might get better, it might get worse. Mm-hmm. But it's what where you are now, it's not going to be that within a year right or sooner or later than that yeah like it like again it could be could get worse could get better yeah but it's not going to stay the same that's right especially with kids you're eventually going to get older you got a whole new set of challenges <laughs> you know <laughs> that's the spirit give people inspiration <laughs> absolutely yeah it's gonna well every age has its different challenges and yeah. stages it's it's comical actually <laughs> looking back now i can laugh at it well that's good that'll give hope for somebody You have been listening to the Accidental Parenthood Podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us or share your own story, please email us at accidentalparenthood at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, which is accidentalparenthood.com. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, be sure to rate and review our podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode presented by Child Free Media Limited. To stay current with child-free content like this, please visit childfreemedia.com and subscribe to the newsletter.